listeners, this is Alicia back with yet another exciting and informative podcast from Infosys VPM. Today, the topic is collaborative leadership in the corporate world. And to talk about this, we have got one of our women leaders here, Wuma Shankar, AVP and Head of Organizational Development at Infosys VPM. Welcome, Wuma. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you for having me, Alicia. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks, Wuma. To start with, the COVID-19 pandemic has been a major challenge for all of us. Could you please touch upon your experience with the pandemic-induced work from home? Oh, yes. COVID has changed our lives in many ways, right? I wake up every day with a deep sense of gratitude. You know, gratitude for my health, my family, and a job that I thoroughly enjoy. On the work friend, Alicia, I had never thought I would work remotely for so long as I can remember. I've always liked being in office and meeting people. However, you know, the last year gave me this realization that I can often get more done in a shorter amount of time when I work from home. But the not so good thing is it is hard to disconnect from work when working from home. When you shut your laptop at the end of the day, you're still in the same space, right? As you don't step out of the building or get into the bus or car. So I had to make that extra effort to detach myself from work and set up a wrap-up routine for myself. I agree. It's a surreal experience, especially for someone used to working from an office. Wuma, could you provide an idea of collaborative leadership in general and specific aspects with respect to Infosys BPM? Yes, Alicia. For me, collaborative leadership is a way of managing people and projects without the concept of functional boundaries. Yeah, in this way, you know, teams work seamlessly across functions to accomplish those shared goals. A leadership style that is characterized by command and control doesn't work in today's connected world, right? As professionals, we are expected to work seamlessly with cross-functional teams, people across geographies having very diverse backgrounds and expertise. And sometimes we are also expected to work with external partners. You know, it is like moving from top down to a more team centric approach, uh, tapping into the collective intelligence and getting people to rally around a common objective. And that's what is collaborative leadership all about. And by the way, our Infosys BPM leaders do practice this in our workplace. For instance, uh, in Infosys BPM, every strategic priority that is defined during our annual strategy planning exercise is delivered by a cross-functional team. In this, there is no concept of a single leader who is in control of the group, but everyone has a responsibility of guiding and orchestrating the deliverables to accomplish that shared goal. So building and unlocking synergies is one of the key dimensions of Infosys leadership values. Brilliant. And the leadership programs at Infosys BPM also reflect this concept, don't they? Yes, absolutely. All our leadership programs are designed to foster collaboration. As a case in point, participants work on business integrated projects for close to six months with teams coming from diverse backgrounds to deliberate on a topic or to get a prototype ready. In doing so, these leaders get to demonstrate their influencing skills, their agility, stakeholder management, all these are pretty critical as they move up the ladder. And if I were to reflect on my role, some of the most effective leadership programs 
and organization development initiatives that we launch in HR are the ones where we have collaborated with the centers of excellence and business leaders. There, you know, the need, the context, the sponsorship comes from these leaders. That helps in getting a buy-in from these stakeholders and also makes many of these programs far more relevant and effective. I agree. Collaborative learning gives you an acceleration in your career growth. Moving on, most leaders are already in control of their respective areas, so it's possible that some of them may resist collaboration. To leaders who resist collaboration, what would be your advice? You're right, Alicia. Most leaders are experienced and are used to being in control. So few of them do resist collaboration. This happens when the focus is more on the task, driven more by personal goals and less about the relationship. Let me tell you, if you were to go around and ask people about the relationships they prioritize in their day-to-day -day job, the common response will be the one with their team and their manager. You know why? It is because their team delivers what they require and their managers evaluate them at the end of the year and reward their contribution. But the fact is, these relationships are not necessarily the ones that create value for your customers. The best of the ideas, innovation, new opportunities come from cross-function collaboration. And that's the only way today a leader can connect the dots and see the bigger picture. Hence, in my view, if you want to have an edge as a leader, you have to be a connector. Forget networking, become a connector. There is this book called The Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell, where he uses this term connector to describe those who connect people, ideas, and resources to generate value. That's the real essence of collaborative leadership. Yes, I can see why that is important for organizational success. What, in your opinion, are the typical characteristics a collaborative leader should possess? Collaboration is not so much about the number of people you know in the organization or how soon you say yes to everything. It requires a very different mindset. Couple of things. Firstly, open-mindedness. Be open to new ideas and thoughts when working with diverse teams. You should be vulnerable enough to say, I don't know, let me hear you out. The second thing is more around the big picture thinking. Leaders should show the ability to connect the dots and see the long-term picture and envision the result of collaboration when working towards a shared goal. The third most important one is adaptability. Your priorities may shift. There could be delays when you work with cross-functional teams, but you must be able to keep calm and quickly change course to find your way forward. And finally, the most important one is clear communication. One must be able to articulate well and keep the conversations structured and focused. That's in a nutshell from me, Alicia. Those are some really important points. I believe diversity is an important aspect in corporate leadership as well. Let me ask you, how do you see diversity, collaboration, and innovation connect? Yes, uh, diversity is definitely an important aspect. Uh, diverse teams produce better results, and it's important to get better, uh, you know, get people together from diverse backgrounds, disciplines, and culture to drive innovation. To do so, uh, collaboration across a complex organization structure is critical. One has to tap into the diversity of thoughts and skills to generate new ideas. 
However, having said that, simply throwing a mix of people together is not necessarily diversity and may not guarantee high performance. On the other hand, high performance requires inclusive leadership, which ensures that all team members are valued and treated fairly and respectfully. According to a research by the Harvard Business School, teams having inclusive leaders are 17% more likely to perform better, 20% more likely to make good decisions, and 29% more likely to collaborate better. So you see diversity and inclusion directly enhance organization performance. Thank you so much, Wuma, for your wonderful insights on leadership and collaboration. Thank you, Alicia. It's always a pleasure to be here. Dear listeners, if you enjoyed our podcast today, please don't forget to share and like it on social media. Our social handles are mentioned in the podcast page. The podcast will be available on various platforms like Google Podcasts and Spotify, in addition to our website. Also, if you have any queries, do reach out to us through the email address on the podcast description. Watch this space for more exciting podcasts coming up. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Stay healthy and socially distanced. Have a nice day.